Welcome to the Christian Ministries Church Podcast. My name is Josh Barnett. I'm one of the pastors on staff here. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Well, we want to welcome you today to Panel Sunday. Uh, Thrilled that you're here. My goodness, January the 8th, it seemed like that was just last week. But on January the 8th, we had what we call Vision Sunday. And that's the Sunday, the first part of the year, that we lay out our focus, our theme, our vision for that year. In 2023, our focus, our vision for this year was living by faith. We're making that a priority for us. We're making that kind of, here's what our focus is on. Here's what our attention is on. Our attention is on living by faith. And by the way, I don't want you to miss these next two Wednesday nights. I'm going to be teaching uh, the next two weeks talking about a lifestyle of living by faith as we as we wrap up our theme for this last year. Well, to to begin to wrap our theme up, and boy, this has been a quick year. Mm-hmm. Uh, on stage with me, we've got our pastoral staff. I'm Tim Brooks. This is Paul Kern, uh, Josh Barnett. For those of you who are joining us on live stream, we're thrilled to have you, and we're looking forward to what we want to mm-hmm. talk about today as we kind of wrap up a lot of the sermons over this last year. Paul, start us off. Well, I was sitting in my office and I was just thinking about all the content that we've had this year. And especially, I was thinking about our midweek services. And, and, you know, if you've missed midweek, you've missed 50%, literally, of the content that we've done. But I was just reflecting over all that we've had going on. And, man, Tim's series, From the Wilderness to the Blessed Land, wow. Boy, I love that series. If you didn't get to hear that, go listen to it. Tim did another one, just a single one, titled Being Led by God. And I thought, man, every young adult that I know needs to hear that message because it was really, really good. Then we had our Names of God series. Did you guys enjoy that? Wasn't that good? good. Man, it was so good. Then we had our series on faith, the heroes of faith. It was just, wow. I was like, man, we've had so much good content. I started thinking about the messages that Josh has preached this year. I don't know about y'all, but I just feel like Josh had his best year this year, <laughs> preaching the word. Wait, wait, so hold good, on, don't, Josh. No, 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 man. Don't he, be saying he that. He needs public. a raise. Or He'll be raised. Don't, don't be talking. Especially if like you want that. me to pay for people's My Christmas goodness. dinners. He told me to <laughs> say that. A, he that said he'd take me out for a free lunch. I can <laughs> see that so. coming. But no, seriously, I was thinking about Josh's messages that he preached. One was a desperate and deliberate man. It was so good, Josh. And then woman, the one that Josh preached on woman. And then, of course, hold line was a great message. And then the, the body and the blood that you preached communion, on communion, yeah. one of the best communion services that I've ever heard. And I actually had a couple of good ones too this year. So <laughs> I feel like we all did pretty good. And, and by the way, we do believe on bragging on yourself. Well, wait on That's somebody right. else too. I just do it myself. So. Well, listen, around here, you've got to brag on yourself and you're going to get any bragging at all. So <laughs> that's just the way it works. But, you know, really the, the whole point of all of this is that faith is a lifestyle. That's really yeah. what we've wanted to get in the hearts of all of our people here. It's not something that you do on Sunday morning in a 40-minute t- time together. It's something that you live Every yeah. single day. Yeah. And I'm thinking as we're talking about all this content, I think of Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing mm-hmm. the word of God. And that's that, it. That word that Paul uses in that context is it's the word that continually comes out of the mouth of God. So it's not having heard. It's right. not heard one time. And so 
our faith is built, it increases in our life as we sit under the word in church on Sundays and Wednesdays, um, as we're in our prayer closets, as we're seeking him and listening to what he's, what he's speaking to our hearts and our minds, and then also as we open his word and we continue to read that alive and active yes. word, it causes our faith to grow. And That's I think right. it's so cool that the series that we did on Wednesday night, specifically Heroes of Faith, and the names of God is because you see these men and women in the hall of faith from Hebrews 11 as we begin to take different characters and heroes from scripture and you see their story played out and you see like, wow, these are normal people just like right. I was. They had right. their trials and their mm -hmm. struggles and their, 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 they fell short mm -hmm. and they had times where they seemingly lost faith. But as they, as they went through their story in life, God was faithful to yes. them yeah. and that yeah. built faith up in me. Yeah. And then yeah. also we, uh, through a lot of those stories, you, we get our names of God from some revelation they That's got true. through their story yeah. and they called God Jira, you know? Yeah. And so as we study the names of God, so I've, I've heard y'all do that you know, two or three times over the past 20 years and have even taught some of it myself the past couple times. But, but getting in there and studying and hearing about how these people saw God and what God did for them, it builds faith up in me to know who my God is and what mm -hmm. he is capable of yeah. doing. And, and a, an example that I heard years ago um, is I can't remember what I was what we preached two weeks ago. I, Paul, yeah, kind of, yeah. Now that you mm -hmm. said that, I remember. But I don't remember mm -hmm. those. I don't even know why we come to church every week. I can't remember what the sermon was about three years, three weeks ago. Sure, can't remember last week. In the example that I heard, I, I have no idea what my wife cooked for supper a year ago. I don't know right. what she cooked for supper three months ago. But I know that over the years, all that she has cooked for me has sustained me. Right. You may not remember the sermon, but you got to know yeah. it's yeah. feeding you. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's feeding you, and, and you have to understand how vital it is. You think, well, I don't remember a thing about it. Well, you got more out of it than you thought you did. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we, we have to know that. And you, you said, too, the Word is alive. It just keeps on feeding us. And, Faith and I, I thought about a while ago. Uh, t Terry cooks every single morning for me. She cooks me two eggs. She cooks either bacon or ham or sausage, and then we'll have some fruit for me every single morning. And it's not that oh yeah I've had that before. Yeah I've eaten that before. No I don't need it. It continues mm -hmm. to nourish and feed because that is what I need to keep my levels where I need to be. So you may need to have a scripture that you put up on your Absolutely. mirror and you yeah. read that to yourself every morning because that's what you need right now. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. God, I mean, God gives us the gift of faith because we don't know what's around every corner. Yeah. And, and, and that's why we take a diet in of what we do because we don't know what's yeah. tomorrow holds. We have no idea. It reminds me of a of a, a airline pilot and you know when they fuel up their plane they always put more fuel in there than what they need that's just what they do in the airline industry on commercial planes they always put more yeah. fuel than what is necessary and the reason that they do is because they don't know what kind of headwinds they're going to hit they mm -hmm. don't know what kind of storms might crop up they don't know the unforeseen things that may take place and so like josh said faith comes by hearing not having heard, heard yeah. and it's just that word being fed in us every day that sustains us and keeps us moving forward. Well, the thing I want to make sure that we have in our, uh, in our understanding is faith is our go-to. Mm -hmm. that, that's Faith is our, our go-to. Uh, and the fact is, we live life in a fallen, imperfect world. 
hurricanes, tornadoes, right. they just happen. Hurts, disappointments just happen. People gossip about you. They lie about you. That's just what happens. I, I don't know why, but all of a sudden, the two weeks or a week ago, uh, a rat got into one of our horse trailers and chewed up a good bridle. One of the best bridles. Why, that just, it, really, seriously, I don't know why your leaf blower just didn't start. It doesn't work, and you need to blow these exactly. leaves, and you got coming. It's just life. Now, what is your go-to? Anger, hate, mad, right. get even, revenge. I mean, what is your go-to? And in a message, Paul, that you preached, I mean, it's been six or eight months. It's a long time ago. Boy, it's in my head. Is your go-to a pill? Mm -hmm. Is your go-to alcohol? Is your go-to anger or revenge? What is your go-to? Is your go-to I just pull away? I go mm -hmm. by myself. I quit going to church connect groups. I quit being involved in anything. I just close myself up and I isolate. What is your go-to? And what we've been talking about this year is faith is your go-to. That message you taught really right. resonated with me. Absolutely. I mean, I think we're in all situations where we... You know, we try to do the right thing. We want to trust God. We want to stand on the Lord's word. We, you know, we want to have faith in difficult situations. Well, the only way that we can do that is, is God's word is our go-to. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, you know, I, not once again, you know, I preached this a couple of Wednesday nights ago. Not that I'm against medication. I take medication. But I don't, my goal is not to be on medication. My goal is to lean on and rely on the Holy Spirit in my mm -hmm. life and to live my life by faith. We want to see God move in our life by faith. And I really believe that faith-driven people are not driven by fear, mm -hmm. insecurity, anxiousness, yep. depression. Yep. They're, they're fueled and by led faith. by faith. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And I, I, it reminds me of... Uh, I, I think I preached it last week, but Philippians chapter four says that you tell, don't worry about anything. Tell God what you need. Mm -hmm. And as you tell him what you need, you forget about it. Mm -hmm. You let the peace of God guard your heart and your mind. And so, but we get caught up in the frustrations and the worries and the cares of this life. And those things are going to come. James sure. doesn't say if trials happen, when trials come. Mm -hmm. But the goal is to get to a place where Jesus was in that boat asleep and the storm came, right? So he was at a place of rest because he had faith in his father. He had faith in who God was. Mm -hmm. And that's what he told the disciples after he rebuked the winds and the waves. Like, where's your faith, guys? Yeah. Your faith in me, your faith that I'm giving you the authority to do this yourself. And so we've got to realize that God has it's made good. us some promises. He's going to do what he said he's going to do. Mm -hmm. And we don't live by sight. We don't live by, Jesus never lived by what he saw. Right. He lived by what was available, what was going on in the kingdom mm -hmm. realm. Yeah. And so that's yeah. the place that we've got to live is that faith is believing that God is who he says he is and that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Yeah. First Timothy chapter one, verse four, uh, it just so tells what, exactly what's happened in a lot of the church world today. It says, don't waste a bunch of time in endless discussions and myths and spiritual jargon. And, and, and in fact, it's sad, but people go to church and leave and say, I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm just, I mean, it's just spiritual jargon. And verse four says, help people live a life of faith in God. Mm -hmm. And that's what the word does for us. That's what the preaching of the word does for us. It helps us live a life of faith in God. And you're going to live a life of faith or you're going to live a life of fear. Yep. Or you're going to live a life of worry, or you're right. going to live a life jerked up over your derelict kids or your neighbor or your right. I mean whatever, you're going to live it's a true. life. Now what's it going to be? Right. Yeah, either your faith is anchored in God's word, yeah. 
or or it's not and if it's not then you are going to be anxious and yep. you are going to be you know it's just jesus gave us the recipe for living a life of peace yep. and joy and happiness yep. And we can't live a life like that if we're constantly worried about how are we going to pay the bills and what's going to happen to my children and is my mate going to be okay? And, you know, not that those things aren't concerns for us, but mm -hmm. what faith does is faith makes you pray different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I true. don't pray the problem anymore. Yeah. I pray the answer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we came down to the altar this morning, we were right down here. And I always pray over prodigals. Mm -hmm. Pretty much every Sunday, mm -hmm. I pray over prodigals because I work with young adults and mm -hmm. I know ones that are out there that aren't living for the Lord. But I never pray the problem. I yeah. always pray, God, I know what your word says. Yeah. I call them back. Yeah. I speak identity over them. Yeah. I profess God's word over their life. And I see them, I literally, by faith, I see them walking in the yeah. fullness of the yeah. identity, being used by God. And I even pray, whatever it is, God, that they're walking through, Lord, you are going to use that as a testimony for your glory. And they're going to use that to bring other people back See, that's how, that's how you pray a prayer of faith. That's yep. what living by faith Absolutely. looks and, like. And I've, I've heard it my whole life. When people finish praying, I want to go jump off of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> because they worry right. in prayer. You, you don't worry in prayer. You pray in faith. Yes. And when you finish praying, is a burden lifted off of you? Is your day lighter? Have yep. you turned it over to God? Or have you just worried to God about right. all the things mm -hmm. that have gone on? Right, because yeah. anxiety, fear, worry, oftentimes they're just faith in the wrong thing. They're yeah, faith in the right. devil's plans, and that's how it's going to work out. And so we get caught up in worrying about, Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Worry about today. Mm -hmm. You know, tomorrow's got enough to worry about. And so we, we pray God's answer for every problem. And, and like you said, we, we don't deny that people are prodigals, or we don't deny that we're in a health situation, or we sure. don't deny that we're in a financial crisis. But what faith does is it denies the influence of that problem mm -hmm. in my heart. In my life. Yeah. And it good. hangs on to the promises Man, of God. Man, that's so good. Because we see in Hebrews chapter 4, it's faith that activates the promises of God. That's right. And so I, I don't deny that the, that the storm is going on. I just deny the influence of the storm in my life mm -hmm. because I have faith. I, I build up that faith in God, and He begins to give me the supernatural answer to what's going on as I begin to speak those things that are not as though they were that's right. well and that's why four different times the Bible tells us in Habakkuk in Romans in Galatians and in Hebrews four different times in the Bible it says the just right that's us those that have accepted Jesus the just shall live by faith right shall it's a lifestyle for us uh, the thing about faith a life of faith is that it moves God Faith moves God. Remember the Roman officer, uh, his servant was sick, and his faith wowed Jesus, if you mm -hmm. read that story. And in, it goes on in Matthew chapter 8, verse 13. Jesus said, because of your faith, your servant is healed. Right. And he was healed, it says, that very hour. You read the next chapter, Matthew 9, verse 2. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed guy, Seeing their faith. Mm -hmm. See, faith moves God. You remember the story where the woman touched the fringe of his robe. Jesus turned to her in 923 of Matthew. Daughter, your faith right. has made you mm -hmm. well. The two blind men, chapter 9, verse 29 of Matthew. He touched their eyes and he said, because of your faith, it will happen. And verse 30 says, mm -hmm. and their eyes were open. Our faith moves God. Fear does not move God. Right. Your worry does not move God. 
Your anger does not move God. Your faith moves God. Right. And, and you know, church, it, we want to make sure that you understand it. it. I'm not saying that I don't have times when I pray that I struggle with doubt. Sure. Or I am discouraged. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's not going to do me any good to identify with that and allow myself to be there. I remind myself that's why God gave me the gift of faith because I know I need faith right now in this situation. So a person could be in full faith and you don't necessarily feel anything. I'm not saying every time I pray, I feel it. But, Mm -hmm. But faith is greater than, than my feelings. Yeah. See, that's something that I can look to that is secure because it's anchored in God's Good. word and it's Good. anchored into his promise. So you can act in faith and still have doubt and pray over somebody to be healed. You can act in faith and, and you see a financial need and you're really not in the best place to even be giving in, at that moment, but you give anyway. Yeah out of faith you have a prodigal out there and they're not living for the lord and you know they're they seem to be doing worse than better as a result of you praying but that's what you stand on you stand in faith because your your faith is anchored in a higher reality right it's anchored in what god's word says about your situation josh you had said earlier and i want you to um talk about this but uh, i'm just trying to have faith i'm trying to have faith i'm trying to he's oh Faith is a result of your relationship, yes. and, and you had talked about that. But yep. before you, I want to read Philippians chapter 3, verse 9. For God's way of making us right with Him depends on faith. Yep. T- talk a little bit about what you were saying earlier. So faith isn't about believing harder. It's not like, I'm a, well, I prayed for healing and it didn't happen, so I'm going to will myself into more belief. It's, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Faith grows by getting closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because as you grow closer in your relationship to the Lord, as you stay in His Word, as you stay in your prayer closet, as you stay in the place of devotion, as you stay in church, and you seek His face and His closer to you, the reality becomes is that nothing is impossible with God and nothing is impossible to He that right. believes. Well, how do we get ourselves to that belief? Not by willing ourselves into it, but by getting closer and staying in relationship with with him mm-hmm. yeah. and and not that what Paul was saying not that doubts don't come not that thoughts don't come but Paul tells us in Corinthians take every thought captive and if that thought is not from heaven if it doesn't line up with the promises of God I take it captive and I make it obedient mm-hmm. to Christ that yeah. is not what God said God you said in Ephesians three twenty that you were going to blow mine by basically that you are going to exceed my wildest imagination all my dreams by the power that is within you for your glory God so I'm hanging on to these promises and as I as I live in relationship with so him good. and I think we, we get our faith off or it we feel like it drowns out and we get all these doubts because we may watch the news or we may listen to negative Nancy at work or whatever <laughs> more than we're listening to the spirit yeah, of the right. Lord yeah, and so we've yeah, got to yeah. live in relationship with him and in that closeness he'd be all that doubt all that unbelief begins yeah. to get driven out mm-hmm. and you're talking about you've got to take that thought captive mm-hmm. and I think we we miss that uh, Paul, you said the best thing I ever heard last week when you said, don't believe everything you think. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. gotten that out of my no. head yet. Don't yeah. believe everything you think. And, and I just, all day long, I battle my thoughts. Uh, I just battle my thoughts. I, I work outside and I always come in with a bump or a knot. On, <laughs> I mean, somewhere I got a bump or a knot on my arm. And in and, and my mind, oh, goes, well, that's cancer. I guess that's already in the bone. Uh, yeah, I probably two months old. I hope maybe I got thirty days. Your mind just—it's yeah. it, crazy. 
You get a runny nose, and well, you know, this time of year, it's a sinus infection. It goes into your lungs, and pneumonia. Well, I guess this is the way it ends, God. I'm going to have pneumonia and die. Well, maybe you could just blow your nose and have some vitamin C and go. You know, we don't. We got to control our thoughts. So good. And and Paul, you just talked about um, faith coming by here, and, and you shared a while ago about you eating green beans. You've eaten them a lot of times. Absolutely. I mean, green beans, broccoli, cauliflower, right? You, you get the benefits of it not from eating at one time. Yeah. You get the benefits from sustained intake of good things. Yes. And that's why, once again, back to what Josh yep. says, faith comes by hearing. Yep. And that, you know, I, I just think, I think when things get going good, we make the mistake of thinking that we don't have to be Connected with God daily, dependent upon Him daily, focusing on His Word it's daily. daily. Yep. Yep. That's the mistake we make. Yep. Because what happens is, you know, our character and our faith is this internal quality that won't sustain itself. It has to be fed externally for it to grow mm-hmm. and for it to thrive. So the Word coming in, just like broccoli and cauliflower and green beans or whatever your vegetable is or whatever's good for you you just put your thing there if you don't (laughs) like that but don't get caught up on that but that's what has to happen for our faith to be strong it is it is true and uh, about every morning terry will say to me i'm gonna i'm gonna do a meatloaf for tonight or i'm gonna cook this for supper tonight and i've never once said oh you've already cooked that Mm mm-hmm Yes, I've already had that. I've had it multiple times. Right. That's why we come to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. That's why every morning I sit in my chair and read the Word and read the Word. You've you got to understand, for those of you who are young in the Lord and young in, in your walk with the Lord, I've been doing this. I've been preaching for 50 years. Mm-hmm. I was ordained when I was 17. I've been, you're not going to read a verse that I hadn't read hundreds of times. You're not going to preach a sermon that I myself haven't preached 20 times. Mm -hmm. But when Paul or Josh is up here preaching, most of the time they're preaching off of notes that I gave them or something that I taught them. Mm -hmm. But as they're preaching, I get so excited. I'm down here taking notes Mm -hmm. and notes because it goes in and it feeds me. And we've got to, we just got to stop getting numb to the word and let the nutrients of that go in and feed us. Well, I think what happens a lot of times is that people, you, you run into a, a tough experience and you go through something hard or you go through a loss or a health crisis or financial crisis or whatever. And so we begin to think, well, God, I guess God doesn't work for me yeah. or I guess mm-hmm. his word doesn't work. Yeah, right. And we, we begin to lower our beliefs to what we've experienced. But while, by staying in the word, by staying in church, by staying in a faith community, what it does is it causes you to fight the good fight of faith yes. to raise your standard to what God's word says is possible. Mm-hmm. And, and in the place where it's like what God's word says is possible, that's supposed to be like the reality we live. He wouldn't tell us your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven if he didn't intend to answer it. Well, I'm not seeing it yet. Yes, well, we don't, li- again, we don't live by sight. We live by faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to fight to raise our standard to that. Now, how do we do that? In prayer, reading your word, in church, in the word. It's just, it's kind of, mm-hmm. I know we kind of sound like a broken record here, but yeah. this is so important because it is the lifestyle of faith. Well, and we'd, we'd also talked about um, earlier, we, we forget that we co-labor with God. Right. That yeah. we are, right. and God, 
works with us, yep. in us, and through us. And boy, we're awful big on wanting God to handle this for me. Yep. God handle this for me without me doing my part. Uh-huh. Right. And, and just so many examples that I, we've talked about. I preached a sermon this year called Digging Ditches, but it was about where Elijah got the word for them to dig the ditches so that the, the, they would be full of water because the army was about to dehydrate. Mm-hmm. And, and so in that, we see that what faith does, and we see in James, faith produces obedience to God. Good. Faith requires participation. You'll never see a story in Scripture where, where God didn't ask man to be a part of what he was doing. And yeah. so that co-laboring. And right. so, okay, you mentioned earlier, blind man, you want to be healed? Here's the mud. Go wash your eyes, yeah. right? They tore the hole in the roof. Your faith has made you well because there was some participation. Moses, you want to see the Red Sea split? Quit sitting around and take your staff and go into the water. Yeah. And yeah. so there was always a participation on yeah. man's part to see yeah. the breakthrough that God yeah. wanted to bring to man. I, I so wanted God to heal me of my diabetes. I, I just asked and begged yep. and God healed me of this. But you know, it was just so amazing how the healing hand of God moved on me <laughs> when I stopped eating three honey buns every day <laughs> and drinking four Mountain Dews every day. Wow. It's incredible how the healing hand of God. God. But see, I want God to heal me while I right. never pass a gas station yep. that I don't drink a Mountain Dew and eat right. a honey bun. I'm not, I just barely make it to the next gas station before I get me another <laughs> right. one. Oh God, heal me, heal me, heal me. Well, okay, I will. Here's the way it works. Right. He's not a genie. Like yeah. it's our wish is not his yeah. command. <laughs> I remember it's been years ago, but a man asked me, we were ministering to some guys in front, and a man asked me, so I want to be delivered from smoking. I, didn't, I never mentioned smoking. I, that's not a big deal to me, whatever you decide to do. But he just said, I want God to deliver me from smoking. I just looked up and said, I'll pray for you. I'll be glad to if you will promise me you'll never buy another pack and you'll never light one and put it to your lips again ever. Well, I will if God heals me. <laughs> okay? I'll yeah. pray that God yeah. heals yeah. you and delivers you yeah. if you will never put another one to your mouth. And, and that's what we are. Well, it reminds me of Naaman. When Naaman went to be healed yeah. by Elisha and said, you got to go dip yourself in the river. Yeah. And he got mad about it. I yeah. ain't dipping that. I ain't, do, I ain't doing that. And it's like, well, <laughs> yes. if you want to be healed, if you want the leprosy to be gone, here's what God is right. asking <laughs> you to do. He wants yep. you to participate in this miracle. That's good. Yeah. His servant. Well, you know... Well, it, you might want to go try what you were told to do right. and just see. Yep. That's we just great. have a hard time no. marrying faith and works we do. together. Yeah. I, re- I remember years ago, and Tim will remember this, we had a man in our church years and years ago, and he, he was a welder, and he came to me, and he was very upset, very upset with God. I've been tithing, and I've been yeah, working hard, and, and, you know, God's not providing for me. I can, I'm going to have to shut down my business. I can't keep things going. And he said, this whole faith thing and tithing thing, this, this doesn't work. Well, I, I knew he was wrong because he'd worked for me mm-hmm. for years. It worked. And, and so I knew his situation, and I just said, let me ask you a question. I said, how much do you charge an hour? He said, I charge 50 an hour. I said, okay. And I said, you also have a helper, right? And he said, yeah. I said, how much do you charge for your helper? He said, I charge $25 an hour for my helper. I said, so that's $75 an hour for you to show up on a job site. That's right. I said, well, I can get the same thing done for 40 an hour. Mm-hmm. And this, this, I think this is where we have problems sometimes yep. Yep. is because there, there's a part that God plays in faith. You preach this message, yep. you know, our part, Absolutely. God's part. But then there's a, there's a part that, that we play mm-hmm. in faith. You know, and even, even in prayer, for example, let's say, for example, that um, you want to have a baby and you have not been able to have a child. 
and you've, you've done everything that you know to do, and it's just not happened for you. Well, what I would do, if it were me, I would go to the Scripture, and I would find a scenario mm-hmm. where God moved. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 1 and read about Hannah's interaction, and then you see how God moved in her life, and you begin to have faith and pray that prayer. Or yeah. like Tim, he read dozens of Scriptures on healing. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. When I need healing, I'm going to go to the Word. I'm going to start quoting yep. those scriptures and I'm going to bring them before the Lord or, or you know, you need finances. I mean, I remember a guy who went fishing and there was a coin in a fish's mouth that God provided for him to pay his taxes. I mean, right. I'm just saying that, we, you know, God has his part to play, but we also have our part that we have to play yeah. when and, it comes to And we to also God have moving. to understand, uh, and we've talked about this. I know, Josh, you preached a sermon on this a, a while back too. Uh, but we ask amiss. You know, right. maybe that's it. for you having a baby may not be in God's plan that's for right. you. Right. That may not. And for you to say, I'm believing this, I'm believing that. Well, first of all, we got to get a hold of the mind of God. Right. First of all, is that promise for me? Mm-hmm. And is that something for me? Well, you're believing God for your business and the guy right across the street's doing it for half the same amount of money. I'm right. Like, okay, well, there's things that's got to line up. Right and up. the first thing before we, I'm walking in faith. Well, you're walking out of the will of God. Mm-hmm. So let's just be careful about yeah, that. For yeah, for sure. And it, we, we've got to have the, the heart of the guy. It, uh, I preached this to in Mark chapter 9, Mountain Transfiguration. I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah. And so, like, we've got to have the heart. It's like, as I'm standing on his promises, I'm not, and I'm not saying, I've been praying and believing and praying mm-hmm. and believing and praying and believing, and, and I've been obeying and I've been doing, and I've been whatever. And it's like, we get really, really frustrated. It's like, okay, well, the man went to Jesus. First, he went to the disciples. They couldn't heal him, but he, the man didn't give up. He took his boy to Jesus. And Jesus said, just have faith, just believe. Yep. And he mm-hmm. said, I believe, help my unbelief. Yep. And you've got to stay in that place of, I believe, Lord, drive this unbelief out yep. of my life. Get like, yep. let's get our hopes up because some of us are getting exactly what we hope for. What yep. exactly what our hopes yep. are set on. And we, and we walk in a place of obedience to God because yep. I'm still believing God to open my Absolutely. NBA career up. I love playing <laughs> basketball and I'm standing on his word and I'm believing God to open my career up for my NBA yeah. future. That's not what's going to happen. Right. And so you need to find out, God, what is your plan for me right. before you start exercising your faith? Mm-hmm. Uh, another, go ahead. I'm I was going to say that, and, and, and oftentimes we're praying and believing for something that, that God is allowing to happen in our life to teach us something. Sometimes right. this teaches wisdom, to That's teach right. us whatever, to build yeah. character in our life. Yes. Because you look at the people, you look at the heroes of faith, they waited for a long, long time, time. Yeah. right? Yes. I think yep. the time that Abraham got the promise till he yep. received yes. the promise was a long time. Yeah. And so just because you're waiting doesn't mean that you give up, doesn't mean that you throw in the towel. Like if God has given you a promise, you hang on to that promise until you see it happen. And, mm-hmm. and we've got to be real careful reading the word because you can draw the wrong conclusion. I can read about Abraham in 10 minutes. Right. I got to make sure I life. add up yeah. the number of years. Okay, yeah. from that year to that year. to I can read about Noah in about three minutes. Mm-hmm. Build the ark. Okay, and he built an ark. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I didn't think about his whole life gathering years, wood right. and hammering and yeah. putting up with right. ridicule and mm. Moses, God burned a bush and go, okay, well, that was 40 years. Mm-hmm. You, you better make sure that in your two-minute Bible study that you don't leave with the wrong conclusion about God's timing Absolutely. on when this is all going to take place. Absolutely. It's, just, it's the way it is. Uh, another thing that I wanted to make sure that we got a hold of is faith is power for living your life. It's the power. Uh, Matthew chapter 17, 
Jesus said, if you had faith, if you had faith, and then you remember the part where he said, you could speak to this mountain and it be removed. All right, clearly God is not teaching us how to be in the excavation business. <laughs> Here, you don't ever have to buy yeah. a track hoe or a dump truck. You just, it's not about excavation business. It's about mountains in your life. And we all have mountains in your life. Right. Is anger a mountain for you? Mm-hmm. Is, your, is your bitterness over your abuse that happened to you when you were a child, is that a mountain in your life? Do you have some unforgiveness about something that was done? Do you have a real problem with an ex that did you wrong? And that, is that a mountain in your life? So now, good. speak to this mountain. Right. Yep. You, bitterness, you got to go and be cast into sea. Yep. See, faith is our power yep. for moving mountains in our life. Right. It just reminds me, too, one great example that you often use is that um, I can go to the hardware store in your name. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I have a relationship with you, I can go to the hardware store and I can purchase anything. Now, now, the, now all y'all can't do that. But I work for Tim. I have a relationship with Tim. And so I'm like, well, I, I can go and say, I work for Tim Brooks at Christian mm-hmm. Ministry Church. I need to charge mm-hmm. this. Okay, your name is on the account. And it reminds me, Matthew 10, when Jesus sends his disciples out. And they said, we're casting out demons. We're healing the sick. We're raising right. the dead. And Jesus says, don't rejoice that demons obey you. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Good. And so we, our faith is built when we find out whose we are right. and who we are. And that's where the rejoicing comes is because I have... I have got the title deed to joy. I have got the title deed to peace. I have got the title deed to righteousness. Right. Because when Jesus says it is finished, he meant it. It's yeah. finished. The war is over. The enemy that we're battling against, he's already defeated. Yeah. And that yeah. has got to build our faith in yeah. the way that we live our life every absolutely, single day. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just want to quick clear one, one thing up that he said. Because of our relationship, he can do that. And none of y'all can. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know there is one woman out here that can and <laughs> the first of every month i find where she used in my name yeah, there you stores go. and they come and so <laughs> you, you can understand working in somebody's name because there's a lady out here that uh, works in my name often <laughs> and i get uh, told about that she took uh, that scripture seriously she took that scripture seriously <laughs> it is a concept we have to get i'm not coming in my own strength in right. my own power i'm coming in the name, yeah, of, jesus. name of jesus i'm yeah. coming in the name of Jesus. Amen. And there is the power mm-hmm. for living our life. And I believe that's why it says in Hebrews eleven six. you talked about the heroes and mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. in chapter 11. But in verse 6, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please right. God. Yep. Boy, that's got to go deep inside us. We've got to understand, you don't please God when you're in worry. Mm-hmm. You don't please God when you're jerked up and you're mad. You, you, you please God mm-hmm. when you're walking in faith. Amen. It's and that a, scripture goes on to say, and God rewards those yeah. who diligently seek, seek him. him. Yep. And that, that diligently, I mean, in my mind, that's not something that you do one time. Yeah. You know, yeah, it it's is. over and over and over and over. And the scripture encourages us, don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season. And, you know, I remember Tim preaching a message many many years ago and he says when is your due season it's it you know it's the day before you i mean it's it's just like wow don't give up you got to stay praying and believing and trusting god for whatever it is that you're believing god i I always think about that my due season is probably the day after i quit (laughs) yeah if i've just hung in one more day day. yeah yeah one more day it's good it's just all i got yep it is it is (laughs) well um 
It's amazing how fast our time goes. It's just amazing how, how when we start talking about what the Word means in our life, mm -hmm. how quick it goes for us. Uh, but we say this every year, and I want to make sure I continue to say it every year. As we leave one theme or one vision and mm -hmm. move to our next vision, Vision Sunday for us in 2024 is right around the corner. As we leave our vision for this year and move to our vision of next year, I, I want to make sure that we don't think we're leaving that. Right. We walk away from that. The reason we have a, a vision mm -hmm. is we want to major on that and right. get that in us. Now, we're going to continue the rest of our life yes, to sir. pursue living by faith, power of faith for living, yep. getting a hold of faith, responding mm. out of faith, overcoming worry, responding out of faith. Now, we're going to move on and have another vision here in a few months. Don't leave faith. Yep. Don't leave faith. As 2023 ends, let's continue to live our life in faith. Y'all stand with That's us. good. Lord, today we live our life in faith. Yes. We live our life in faith. Our confidence is in you. Lord, our assurance is in you. You're our substance. You are our evidence. When things are not going the way they ought to, when things are not going the way we planned, our hand is in your hand, and we trust you as we live our life in faith. Watch over us and direct our week. We honor you today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.